Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Zach. And I'm Austin. And, and this, this is The Human Vibe. I want to be the very best like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my... Come on, you know the words. I do not. Is it, wait, is this I would po- travel... This is a Pokemon theme song. Come on. <laughs> Searching far and wide. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> you know I love it. You know I love Pokemon. I was one of those strange 90s children who wasn't allowed to like watch Pokemon or play Pokemon. So I don't know. Austin is a huge Pokemon Go player. So. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Add me on Pokemon Go. <laughs> I don't really like understand the concept very well. So sometimes I'll be like, are you having fun with your game? Did you catch new little Pokemon or it's something? It's so cute. He's like, did you get experience? <laughs> you said that the other day. And I was like, yes. <laughs> but if you want to add me on Pokemon Go seriously, let me know. Like slide into my DMs because I am such a shameless. I'll send gifts. I send gifts. I send stickers, little postcards, all of it. Shameless. And again, my gifts is international, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I actually use Pokemon Go as like a way of like sometimes getting what I want. <laughs> no, whatever I'm Stop. like. When I'm like, Austin, how about you walk schnitzel? You can also go play Pokemon you Go. You actually, <laughs> you literally said that like. After you're Earlier. done recording, you can go play Pokemon Go. Literally. And walk schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> That's I how like, I entice oh. him. <laughs> you got me. Uh, but hello, everyone. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Wherever you are. Morgan, Aben, <laughs> all that good stuff. Hello. Hello. I'm Zach. I'm Austin. And we, I know we said this like every single time, but if you are listening to this for the first time, we are two engaged guys who... Hopped on the plane in Chicago I was flew <laughs> to Ireland. Lyric change up. I was like, wait, how, okay, what's he going to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty good, though. Yes. Um, we're an engaged couple from the USA who last year, 20, when, what, what was last year? July 2021, right? The years are just kind of like, it, where is it? Yeah. What is the world? July 2021. We left the United States. We planned to live in a different country for three months at a time. And we are now expats in Germany. We have yes, we are more our, permanently located in Germany. Our so. plans have kind of de- not derailed, but continued no, the moving journey and has, grooving. The the chapter has changed. The journey has evolved. Absolutely okay, like a Pokemon of all. <laughs> we have hit only my Pokemon fans will know this. We have hit level sixteen or fifteen, fourteen in some cases, and we have evolved. We are in our middle stage here. I have no idea what any of that means. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I also am very curious. Who's your favorite Pokemon? The, again, we have gone back. My favorite Pokemon, my favorite, uh, I guess, season, not season, um, whatever, region is Johto. Okay, come through. Miltank is my uh, everything. Anyway, that, sorry, I just got distracted. We said evolved, and this is where we've come. <laughs> I'm always like worried. I'm like, how are we going to go off on some random topic? But today, apparently, it's Pokemon. So <laughs> now I'm watching some Indigo League later. <laughs> but yes, this podcast, though, uh, was originally made as just a way for us to talk about our adventures. And it's really morphed into a conversation about living abroad. But 
about the world, about being human. That's why it's the human vibe. It's really like vibing with us, talking about these issues that we face. We've talked about so far about everything from culture shock to, um, you know, dealing with some of the things that you go through when you're living as a foreigner, you know, in another country. Yeah. So uh, today's conversation, though, is going to go back to picking up on our storytelling. Um, our previous episodes were really about coming to Germany and Austin left uh, Croatia halfway through. Um, and so the go back to those episodes if you haven't listened to them. Today, though, is just going to be going back to our storytelling. And we're going to start off way back in Palermo. Oh, I was like, way back when? I was thinking of the date. Like, what was that? Um, so this is the us leaving Palermo. Yeah, we left Palermo actually New Year's Day. Day, yeah. So, <laughs> so our last <laughs> night in Palermo was New Year's Eve. Which, is our, which was our 90th day, so we could stay there for 90 days. And um, we had to leave by January 1st. Yes, yeah. We had to leave Schengen um, because we were just traveling around on U.S. passports. And so because of those guidelines we had to leave. And so we had to leave New Year's Day. And I remember originally when we planned that, we were like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I, there have, I have been let go from jobs for not showing up on the 1st of January. Like it is, it is internationally known New Year's Eve as a holiday of... <laughs> Getting a little wild. Questionable choices. <laughs> so literally we went out in Palermo with a bang. Oh, yeah. You know what? I have to be like really honest with you all. Like the New Year's Eve in Palermo was so cool because we had planned out, you know, we wanted to go to the market and get things, but it was popping. Like we walked through the city, you know, there were all the popping still, still like a lot of decorations from Christmas up. Oh, yeah. It was people were just out and about. It was so cool. So like, let's talk about that day because it was really memorable. Yeah, and and it's been a minute since we've talked about Palermo, and Palermo has already been a roller coaster of just wildness from our own international travels, from you being uh, like mugged, getting from, my phone stolen, then being phone free for like a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, l- going like beach traveling, like it. Palermo had like Sicily in general had had highs and it, lows, it was, but it was adventures. I mean, it, it, it was adventures, life lessons learned. Um, so this last day in Palermo, like, like you said, was just popping, you know, all the Italians are out. Everyone is just out and about doing their thing. And I've already kind of alluded to it popping and bang. In a previous episode, we talked about how every night at midnight, they would just <laughs> set off fireworks every yeah, night yeah. for 90 days. On holidays as well. Yeah, they were fireworks at midnight. Yeah. Maybe for like a couple minutes. So we had already become so used to this. With a little with with our little weenie dog, you oh, know. Oh, and poor little schnitzel. He hates fireworks, like most dogs or babies. Or and he has very sensitive ears, so little Yeah. Little big so Yeah. So that morning, let's 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 start off this way. So that morning we said, you know, we really we know we're packing because we were gonna spend the day packing. We had to go the next day. We are very last minute packers. We are. Um, we are. Uh, I mean, I was not coming to Germany. That was like, I think it's a new era for me. Yes. yes. Palermo changed the us. Past, Palermo had changed us. The There's- past us is very like, grab our stuff and go. Like even moving out of the country was like, 
yeah. hours before. This is a little foreshadowing <laughs> as to why I'm never going to be a late packer ever again. <laughs> but anyway, right. we knew we were going to be packing all day. But I also told Austin, I said, you know, it's New Year's Eve. I still really want to, you know, have champagne and maybe make a really good meal. So let's make something Italian. So we decided let's go to the market and get fresh artichokes because in Sicily, they're they're known for them. And it was artichoke season. And we said, let's make fresh bruschetta because we that was like one of the things that we fell in love with. And we also said, let's go to the, the markets. Yeah, we wanted to, to have as a, like, ma- many of these ingredients as we could. A huge market meal. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, we're like, OK, let's we stepped out and we also walked around because it was our last day. You know, we wanted to kind of remember things. We were thinking about, uh, you know, maybe going and getting like a little coffee or whatever. But we we were walking around Palermo and it was packed just the streets were so packed with people just out and about and feeling the vibe and fireworks were just constantly going off during the day literally Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) you made uh you made that sound so small y'all fireworks in a city of eight hundred thousand people going off for at least like 12 14 hours straight no joke no break Yeah, I would say it was probably like every minimum every five minutes going on 10 minutes. Yes, constantly. Random fireworks People going just off. celebrating. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. And so, I mean, after a while, you're just kind of like, okay, whatever. You're kind of numb to the noise. Yeah. And we, for uh, New Year's Eve, we, you know, we got champagne and things. We're like, we're, we're still going to celebrate. I mean, it's New Year's Eve. And it was also, I think for us, it was really monumental because it was the end of 2021. 2021 was. A huge, huge year, year in for our us. lives. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're so right. And so like I remember turning on the music. I was jamming out to Chicale. Chicale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which y'all I need to share that. It is a bumping song. And we were just packing, drinking champagne, um, after we had gone out into the market and just come back and we're like, Oh, you know, one last little soak of Palermo, soak of Sicily, soak of this just incredibly diverse place we had lived for ninety days. And we were about to have those bomb artichokes, amazing bruschetta with all these different types of tomatoes and fresh garlic and breads. And uh, it was a really, really fun night, um, despite the 14 hours of fireworks constantly. Yeah. Um, But it was really so fun to experience New Year's Eve, a transition into a new year in a different country. Yeah. And it was relatively warm as well. So for both of us, that was a little strange. Because we both, neither of us had ever spent New Year's in a different country. No, Honestly, I've never, never really spent New Year's anywhere other than Indiana. <laughs> now that I think about it, or North Carolina. When yeah, I yeah, there. yeah. So for us, it was like, it was really cool to to experience. But yeah, we, it was a lot of fun. We spent the day packing and it takes us in an, an entire day. I mean, at that point, now we have furniture and things like that. But at that point, that was our entire lives. Every single thing that we owned, except for like some personal items back in the US that are in storage, like a bucket of things, we were packing up our whole life. And so, yeah, we spent the whole day. It was fun, though. We had the music on and the fireworks are going off. <laughs> Schnitzel's just under all the blankets, so annoyed. Traumatized. And we are just like living our palermo fantasy italian yeah we were like let's make this an italian new year's eve so we had all of like the bruschetta and everything it was perfect it was great um then comes midnight where we are (laughs) (sighs) which was exciting to enter a new year yeah obviously but this is where we i I already knew it was going to happen because all day long it was like a slow build up 
Mm-hmm. Slow. I mean, not really slow. It was a but... slow clap that just got more intense and more intense the closer we got to midnight. And then midnight hit, and it was like we were standing in front of Cinderella's castle, listening to Wishes in Orlando. It was like multi-million dollar fireworks show. It felt like everywhere. No, no, no. It was like Disney World celebrating its thousandth year or something crazy like that. Uh, boom, Seriously. Boom, 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 boom. We, I think we started laughing at one point because- Yeah, it was just funny. It, all of a sudden, like, you know, at the end of a fireworks show, they do like the big thing, you know? So if you're from the United States and you- You know the end of a fireworks yeah, show. Yeah, the end like, of a fireworks show on the 4th of July or whatever. The grand finale. Yeah, it's the grand finale. Well, this was like grand finale after grand finale after grand finale. And then it started feeling like people were competing with each other. And then the next thing oh we my know, gosh. there are like six, seven different like firework grand finales going on At within the same time. With, within like, you know, a two square mile like area of where yeah, we're standing. Ex- yeah, not even, not even that far. Not even. Yeah, it was, it, we're until sitting here about, laughing. Like, until about 1 a.m. Oh, totally. For like an hour. I was like, this is the wildest thing. And if you have like looked at our uh, Instagram story, we posted it. And Austin was and you hear schnitzel in the background just crying crying and barking. And it was it was so sad. We were trying to like tell him everything was okay, But yeah, Palermo. That was the wildest firework experience I have ever been through in my life. And here we are just hopping on a train, then a plane hours later. Yeah, that that was the wild part. So we got through New Year's Eve. Schnitzel survived, poor guy, but he survived. And um, the next morning we had to wake up because we had to be uh, at the train station in order to get to the airport. I think we talked about it in the be- <laughs> we talked about it in the beginning that when we when we got to Palermo. I think Italy itself, the American idea of it is like cobblestone streets and like you know, um, this sort of like magical old blah, 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 blah. Well, the cobblestone streets are nice. And two, you got to lug all your furniture, you know, honestly, only like five blocks. But those five blocks feel like a hundred miles. Furniture. I love that you say furniture. It wasn't oh, did I furniture. Say furniture. Yeah, it wasn't furniture. It was luggage. Uh, or luggage. But I, it so felt, sorry. But furniture it, on the mine. But it felt like furniture. Because it's, it's so <laughs> heavy, you know. Yeah, so we had these huge bags and where we had to walk to the train station um it, i remember we looked into it we were like you know what if we got like a taxi to pick us up and we were only like a 15 20 minute walk to the train station but it was expensive and it was new year's day so it made sense uh, 15 minutes it was like a 10 minute walk to the train station it was a 10 minute if you had no luggage if you had no luggage <laughs> with the luggage <laughs> yeah I, I i'm gonna be really honest with you guys i it was a bad it was a really bad moment for me i was walking through and and of course in my mind I'm I do this every time and I don't know why I'm like a glutton for punishment I was like I'm gonna wear layers and it's, it, maybe it's gonna be cold in Croatia but I'm gonna wear layers like a sweatshirt my heavy leather jacket to save weight well it was warm and humid that day sweating and I'm lugging you know hunt you know, probably at this point like 150 175 pounds yeah, maybe of luggage. 150 yeah total and oh, yeah you, know? you have that and your backpack anyway we had tons of stuff and a dog and people in Palermo don't know how to get out the street. They don't get off no, the sidewalk. They, it's, if there is a sidewalk, it's a very doggy dog. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. If there's a sidewalk, if there's a sidewalk. No, but so imagine this just, we're literally like just dripping in sweat, lugging our, our 
stuff all the way to the train station. We finally got there, though. I'm pretty sure I hear fireworks in the background still. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the train, and Zach was like, never again. I'm I getting told, a taxi. I literally I, said that. Yeah, I was like, I'm was never, frustrating. ever doing that again. Good thing we did that, because you know what? When we got to Croatia, both times when we left, when we got there, we just pre-ordered taxis at a time. And I mean, we, we, at, at that point, we had to. Travel tip. And that, and and you know what? Just the same way, like when we went from Ireland to from Cork to Palermo, the beginning of that adventure, which started with you driving in a country where the driving, where the wheel is on the opposite side, the road is on the opposite side, in the middle of the night while it's raining, an adventure to start with. You got it. You know us. We are always. It can never be easy. Man, should I say? <laughs> well, we were learning each time, you know, I think that we were learning each time. And now I feel like we, by the time we left Croatia, both of us, we kind of, we learned from our mistakes. We pros. We and are. that's, that's also why I packed <laughs> well in advance, days in advance before I left Croatia, Croatia, because in Palermo, we were packing into like the last minute. And then the next day it just felt so stressful. And I think the whole situation it was just a stressful stressful it, it started stressful. Out, it started out at 100 but i think the great part was that traveling to split ended up just kind of being like it's smooth sailing from that point. oh my god we gosh. got the worst out yeah. of the way we ripped the band-aid off and compared to paris like if you listened through our whole debacle getting to italy and transferring through paris let's just say it was the opposite experience complete opposite experience going to croatia Every it, flight was easy. Chill. Schnitzel, Schnitzel was such a good boy. It yes. was so easy. Palermo to Rome. Chilled there for about an hour. Super. Rome was so easy. Easy. Uh, wait, was this where I... Re- no, no, that was in Paris when I ran into my friend from high school. Yeah, that was yeah, in Paris. I forgot. He lived in... He lives in Italy. That's what I was like. Which wait. which we mentioned that in the episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, if, you, if you're new, I ran into a friend from high school in the middle of Charles de Gaulle. Just like randomly. And I went to a small high school in the middle of nowhere. Anyway. Absolutely. Again, go back and listen to the episode. But the, anyway, the plane so, ride was very VIP from Rome to Split. Uh was kind of one of a prop. Well, we have to, well, we have to talk about Rome. So when we got to Rome, that was the weird thing is we were sent to this area of gates where most of the planes were going a lot of them were actually a couple of them were going to Russia still. Um, but they were like Russia, Croatia, Bulgaria. But we were like it was kind of strange at first. Like when we got to the gate, we were like, where do we check in? Where's our, where's the actual It was gate? very like platform nine and three quarters. Yeah. Like it felt it like didn't that. exist. Exactly. Like on our ticket, it was like, I can't even remember the number, but we were sent over to this general area and we were just like, where do we go? Where do we make sure that schnitzel's okay? That he's going to get on the plane? Like we, cause we always wanted to make sure schnitzel's good to go because sometimes things happen in their system. Yes. And we're so used to running onto planes and this time we had like at least an hour. And yeah. so we're, we we sat there for a little bit. And I'm like, I'm going to go talk to this dude. And I'm so glad you did. Because... And I, my Italian at that point had been three months of at least conversational Italian. Back, and I conversational is a loose, loose leaf. And he's like, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. And I was like, oh, just trusting him. Okay. Okay. You're like, okay. All right. Okay. But yeah, we ended up um, basically getting walked out into the tarmac. And there was this plane. It was so funny. There was this like. Uh, plane that we saw when we first walked out there and it was like a prop plane like with the propellers mm-hmm. and neither of us have ever actually been in one of those and 
and not of this caliber yeah yeah and you were like well what if what if we go on that and i'm like i think we are and we ended up getting to go it felt so (laughs) vip we'll definitely post a photo on our instagram because it was cute we were like it gave me that richie rich vibe like whenever they have like get on that little propeller plane (laughs) the one that ends up getting blown up you're talking about the movie richie rich i've never seen that yeah we watched it we watched it girl have we yeah honey <laughs> we probably have <laughs> richie rich oh where um where uh what's macaulay plays the son um from macaulay culkin yeah oh yeah okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i've seen richie rich i got that recorded y'all <laughs> i see i see richie rich and so we felt and and this is really our first time now we're sitting on the plane a 45 minute flight from rome to split and we knew that we had like a taxi picking us up. So this was really just, and we didn't, we knew we didn't have to lug our luggage through a smooth, city exactly. or anything like smooth that. Smooth sailing. And, and so we arrived at night. Um, yeah, it was nighttime. It was pretty late when we got into uh, Croatia. And um, yeah, we, the person was ra- waiting for us right there when we got through security and everything and took us to our great. Airbnb. And it's about a 35 minute drive from the airport. Yeah. And immediately when we were in the in the car, I just felt like Palermo was living in Sicily was something that I am so happy that we did. And I would have I just wouldn't trade the experience for anything because exactly. I think it really changed both of us in such a positive way. It was a lot, though. It was almost like being in a pressure cooker just because it is such a different culture. It's very bustling in Palermo itself. And we was tender after that pressure cooker. Yeah. I mean, we lived right down the road from this, like, really busy open market. and It was just very loud. And I think when I got to Croatia, immediately you felt a shift. Yeah. much The people are a lot quieter, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, They're a little bit more respectful of, like, personal bubble mm-hmm. personal space and so we were in the car and the the woman who was driving us was just so kind and just yeah, so nice welcoming and it, it was just a really beautiful ride and you know really the first time here in croatian like oh yeah she had like the the uh radio on and yeah. you know it's croatian and and all the signs are in croatian and we're just kind of sitting there like okay. wow we are not in italy <laughs> like okay it's wild how you don't have to travel that far in europe at all for the signs to suddenly change and be in it was literally language. a 45 minute flight from rome to split yeah it you was, have to go yeah, across wild. all of italy you know east to west and then what is it adriatic <laughs> and like that little distance a flight from indianapolis to chicago was like 30 minutes yeah to give y'all some like idea yeah and it feel and then it feels completely different it almost feels more like you're in greece like the plants and everything yeah. so it was nighttime though we were really tired we ended up getting our airbnb and we've talked a little bit about our airbnb host um but her name is linda shout out she, to linda amazing incredible so kind beautiful family beautiful yeah. spirit she welcomed us it was so nice she was like hello like welcome to all of it like our it home. was we yeah that was when we realized that the airbnb was literally within a, a larger like multifamily property of multiple apartments all of them occupied by the same family it was like her brother her mom and her dad like her brother and his wife and then she and her husband and their and kids. kids so and then the our, the airbnb is like at the bottom of all of it yeah we were <laughs> and it it was a family affair yeah it was amazingly incredible kind people yeah and i think at first we were both like oh how is this going to be this is strange because it's very different than any airbnb i've ever been in most of them were like contactless this was not contactless it was like she met us she helped carry her luggage in she talked us through like you know the guidelines and everything 
and she was just so nice. It was so sweet. She was so kind to us. And obviously being a, a same-sex couple is also kind of a nerve-wracking thing it, when you're in a foreign country. You don't know how yes, people are going to react. That, yes, you, you literally never know. You never know. And I have to say, she and her family like welcomed us with open arms. They were so kind. Her mother was just one of the sweetest, kindest, like most empathetic humans i'd met she had like a little garden she would be out there and she loved schnitzel she she told me she was like i love dog i love dog i love dog i love all dog i love all animals like and you say this so sweet and she knows like one percent of english oh yeah she used to say to me and it took me a, a second to understand what she was saying but she used to like point at schnitzel and she say i eat him and she was trying oh. to say, I feed you, I feed him. Is oh. it okay if I feed him? And at first she'd be like, I eat him, I eat him. But I was just like, oh. <laughs> but I understood what she was saying. Yeah. And it was it was amazing to me that, you know, this this woman who is probably, you know, in her sixties was sitting there uh, really trying to communicate with me. And it just felt so beautiful. And that, and that gives you just like yeah. the gravity of of this family and our welcome and their kindness. Yeah, and, exactly. And when we arrived, because again, nothing we do ever goes super smooth. Now it does. There's always, then, yeah, there's always hiccups and things you got to like roll with the punches. We, we hadn't had anything to eat in like, except for like some amazing Croatian airline crackers, by the way. <laughs> I am still obsessed because we got them from Split to then Frankfurt. Anyway, <laughs> we were like, we need food. Yes. Oh, yeah. We had not really eaten anything all We day could long. do a whole... Oh, my voice cracked. We could do a whole episode on delivery food in in these countries we visited. You would think that across Europe, there would be like, you know, one delivery service. No, not at all. Every country all we local. use, yeah, very local, very different rules, very different ways that they like present their product, different rules on tipping, different rules on everything. We had, we've had a lot of customer service experiences. This should be a, it's, it's own episode. It of has all of trained this. us. Yeah. But here we us. are in Croatia in, in split on January 1st, which in is this, an in international this, holiday. And in the suburbs, like where our Airbnb is, it's in the suburbs. It's not in the city center at all during off know? season during off season and we're like please lord baby jesus we need something on to new eat. year's day <laughs> it by some miracle after like an hour of us searching we found something to eat blessed and it was something so basic it was like a chicken wrap with like a something and I don't we were know, like a salad we I were changed know. yeah it was amazing but being in that airbnb was really wonderful like linda did an incredible job like yeah, decorating yeah. it and and so Arriving into Split at night, I was really, really excited for the next day, you know? And and that first experience in Split in the day was it was quite magical. Well, we do this. We have a tradition. And I don't even know if, like, Austin, if you're, like, even completely, like, aware of it. It's, like, every single time we go anywhere, the first full day that we're there, we always do, like, a walking tour. We, yeah, we just walk around. We just walk. We go and we see and we walk. And I think... It's weird that you said the way that you were phrasing that I was like, huh, that's so interesting. That is such an Austin thing. Austin was like, I was really looking forward to the next day because we always are. He, we're always like, what is this place like? How far are we from this? How far are we from that? Where's the nearest bakery? Where's the nearest park? And so, yeah, the next day um, we got up, we got schnitzel and then we went for our walk. Yeah. And it was I mean, if you don't follow us on Instagram, they're definitely on there. It was Check it out, seriously. In- incredible. I'm like without words. It's 
it's so strange because um, some people reached out and have asked us, you know, why didn't you travel more in Croatia? And I'll be really honest with you. One, you know, Austin left six weeks in between, but also where we were staying was like, I don't know. It, it, yeah. It in no of itself was like you, you were living in, in this small paradise, yeah. you know, it's paradise. I mean, the cliffs overseeing the water, the pebble beaches, the mountains to the left of you, the islands outside it. Like, well, let's, I mean, let getting there, let's paint a little picture. So we would walk out of our Airbnb and right there was a mountain and there was hiking and it kind of felt like very like Mount Olympus. Like it's got those very native to um, that particular peninsula, like where Greece is those kinds of plants. So you've got hiking right there. Then you turn around and the sea is right there. And so we could walk one direction and go hiking and we could walk the other direction and be down by the beach. Yeah. And which was a complete 180 from Palermo being smack dab in the middle of the hustle and the bustle to like nature, yes, water, cactus, hiking, beautiful, beautiful skies. Yeah. And we were a lot, you know, farther out comparatively like from like the old town yeah we were a lot farther out from like restaurants and and things to do and i think that was a little bit different from even being in cork um you know but i think the trade-off is we were we were really close to this park and i think schnitzel loved it he really did struggle being in a urban only kind of environment he really does like a green spaces. And so living there was just beautiful and one of the things i remember so we walked into like the old the old part of the town and it's stunning just so beautiful beautiful i mean yeah just wow there there was a recent like netflix movie that was filmed there and it was so funny because i watched it when i'm in while i was in croatia and as i'm watching this netflix movie i was thinking uh wow like this is like a place that a lot of people would look at and they'd be like, oh my gosh, wow, I want to go I there. Mean, I want to see that. Dubrovnik, if you go down south on the coast, which is the most well-known, like Game of Thrones. Oh, Split. yeah, so so many people know Dubrovnik. Uh, uh, yeah, and Split ha- kind of has similar vibes, architecture, energy. But it also, yeah, and it because a little like history, because it was originally found like as a Greek colony and then really uh, because of uh, Diocletian's palace, uh, was really Roman, but then it was taken over by the Venetian Empire. So it has like a lot of flavor, but it's also Dalmatian. And that's one of the things that our um, our Linda, our Airbnb host, was talking about is Dalmatia. So Split is like uh, in this larger region. They think of themselves a little bit differently than like the rest of even Croatia. Yeah. You know, so it, it's just really beautiful. But the architecture there in the old part of the city, when you get there, it reminds me like pieces of it remind me of like Venice and the pieces of it remind me of Greece and pieces of it remind me of like all these different places. So it's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool place. Um, but one thing that Austin noticed right away about the people, like especially coming from Sicily where I think it's some of the shortest people ever. Like I would walk around these markets and I could literally, I could just see over everybody's head right? because <laughs> Sicilians are like known for being more short. Then we go to the country in Europe where you see the tallest, people. some of the tallest people. I was just like, hello. It was, uh, consistently men women everyone was so tall very much so it, it so noticeable like i think height is something i look at because i'm 6'2 which i'm not like extremely tall but when you're 6'2 and you're in a room full of people who are like under 6 foot you're like okay and i and you also notice um i think croatians especially people living in split because it is kind of a um i would say like bougier part 
city yeah, in, yeah, in, for uh, sure. in Croatia. Yeah. Um, people were dressed dressed to the nines. Not to the nines, nines, but people you could tell were all just like, you know what, I'm out, it's Sunday, we're having coffee, we're having tea, like we're meant to present ourselves in a certain way. Yeah, my, see it. my sister Madison and I, we talk about this all the time because she's coming to visit us uh, in July. And one thing that she noticed when she was here the first time when she came with us in 2019 was how Europeans, for the most part, but I think especially so in Croatia, it's really interesting how people present themselves in public a little yes. bit differently. And in Croatia, one thing I noticed is like we would go. So there's like a promenade and there's like all these different restaurants and cafe tables. And that first day we went and got. It's called the Riva. Yeah. And and so you get to see like a lot of peop, different people, but everybody was like dressed exactly like you said to the nines like wearing really nice clothes and just looking bougie mm-hmm. it was like a vibe and going from palermo to here you know again not that far going from italy to croatia it was just so interesting to see it and to feel like just such a different vibe it, you know i mean yeah when we woke up it was the the day before was wildness in palermo and then the next thing we really saw when we woke up was this beautiful people and this this kind of like you talked about the bits and pieces of Vienna and Greece and Italy. It kind of has this conglomeration. I don't think that's the right conglomeration. word. Conglomeration of all of it. Um, <laughs> and so it was it was really beautiful. So we cute. stopped and got a cup of coffee and I'm gonna be honest, the coffee in Palermo is I head and shoulders, I would say, over a lot of coffee I've had. But it was really fun. She she spoke the waitress spoke English because you know Palermo Split is a touristy location. Yeah, it is definitely more of a tourist. Yeah, destination. She and, had she had some English. And and English. we were on the coast, so they were we were taught like rule of thumb, like if you wanted to see more of like real, you know, Split, go more inland, and that's yeah. the, that's the case for most places. You know what I mean? And a lot of the times people would ask where we lived, um, like what part of uh, Split we live in. And we would tell them and they'd be like, oh, that's like the Beverly Hills of Split. And we were like, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, people were, yeah. Now that, (laughs) initially why we chose to live outside of the old town was because Palermo, we were so in it. We were like, we need a change of pace. And I'm glad we did because we were so connected with nature. But people were like, oh, you live over there? I said, "Mm mm-hmm, you know. Yeah, and I mean, over the the course of, well, for me, it was three months, um, but it was really six weeks for both of us. Um, I think that one thing that we were both realized very quickly is we were like, we should not be so far from a grocery store when we don't have a car or, a, or whatever. It was difficult. You know? it, <laughs> the grocery store living i think maybe the one little downside was how far we did live from one granted it's a 15 minute walk probably one way to the little more expensive grocery store. yeah it's like a small kind of like neighborhood grocery store that we would shop at and so it was probably like a 15 minute walk but this is an extremely hilly place i mean we lived literally on the side of a mountain and so it was a lot it felt like a lot farther because you know you have to walk uphill one way or another we used to get groceries around when the sun was setting and i loved it because whenever we would be walking back like dripping in sweat with all of our groceries we could just look and you could see the sun setting and it was literally i used to tell people this colors of the wind pocahontas the pinks and the purples and the teals and the blues was just off the water yeah there was a there was a sidewalk path that we could take to get back and it basically stayed along the coast 
And so if you walked that, you would be walking and you walk by like people's houses and things, but you could just see off in the distance and there's all these islands and they basically look like mountains in the middle of, you know, the water. The water. And it was just really beautiful. Yeah. I, and I think for me, something that was, that's really important is like the first few days I felt myself kind of like exhaling a lot because it was very stressful. I am, you know, I'm more of an introverted person. Um, I'm more of a sensitive person as well. And so being in places where people are shouting and they don't really have like a personal, a respect for personal bubbles, um, or personal space, it, it, it gets very like taxing over time. And I think coming to Croatia and a place where people kind of felt like they were just a lot more calm and, but it wasn't even that it was the nature. I think the nature had so much to do with it because I think there were parts of Sicily where the people were, you know, a lot more relaxed and it was probably because they were more in nature. And so that was something I noticed right away of being in Croatia was being around all that nature, being around the water, the mountains immediately. I felt like, okay, these next three months, I am going to be able to do, you know, a lot of work on myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think in my mind, I was already going through that. So, you know, even leading up to when you were getting ready to leave, it was like, I was still kind of taking like, (laughs) kind of just like letting all the anxiety and all of the things that had happened over the past few months, kind of letting it go, Mm -hmm. you know, acknowledging it and letting it go. Yeah, absolutely. And nature helps. I really believe it. And I think more and more people, especially with the power of like social media are sharing stories about, you know, utilizing nature as a, a source of healing. And I completely agree with it. I think it's something that I would attest to from our experience of living in Croatia. So, I mean, the access just to the water and then the access to hiking right outside of our door yeah. was, was just yeah. a balance. I think that was so refueling and it's it's like a no-brainer for us because really thinking about it we've talked about this a couple times but back when the pandemic you know had kind of first started that summer austin and i took a road trip throughout the western united states and that was what we loved was the nature that's what we why we went where we went whether it was wyoming or new mexico or oregon like being in bend oregon surrounded by all those mountains it's like it, it makes sense why people love to live in those places is because it's just such a grounding thing and it reminds you i'm a i'm a human in the grand scheme of this larger place you know oh my gosh i remember yes we used to do um it was really cute i would call them um midnight croatian beach moment (gasps) and i created a midnight croatian beach uh playlist on my spotify so Totally follow me on Spotify and in the podcast because I make some pretty good playlists. Just little little plug. He does. He does. He I does. Make, He's very good. I, at I know the vibes y'all trust, but I remember we would go to the beach at night and just lay on the rocks and like look up into the stars because there was like barely barely any light pollution and you could just see stars just. Uh, and the water is so clean. Like this is the thing about oh my gosh. parts of Europe is like Croatia, like there, the water was so clean. It was freaky. So a lot of their beaches are pebble beaches. And so we would go down and we would sit on these like little benches, these like stone benches that they had there. And so there's like all these tiny little rocks. And it was like where the rocks went down into the water. Sometimes the water was so clear at night that you for a second you couldn't tell where the water was yeah. where the water line was if it was really really gentle because you're 
like and really calm because the water was so clean so clean there was no smell of fishiness there was no and yeah and fish live there it was just an incredible place to lay listen to the little waves against the rocks and we used to like shout our dreams i remember one night we shouted our dreams into the stars i was like whatever your heart wants just shout it to the stars (laughs) and you know what the things we shouted it's kind of weird to say literally we're living them right now. Yeah, that is true. That is, wow, I didn't even think about that. I completely forgot about that. Oh, shoot. That is true. Yeah, yeah. we, this one yeah. night, yeah, it was, it was actually windy. It was like really windy, but when the wind would come, it would just, actually, what did Linda say? In, in Croatia, and oh, split, it, it, there's two winds. There's two winds. Yugo and Slav, it's like Yugoslavic, Slavia, but one is called Yugo and one is called like Slava or something. And the Yugo wind comes in during the winter time, and it's like this cool wind and it's strong. And because of Split is like a mountain, this Yugo comes and you can feel it and it's strong. And then I think the Slava wind um, is warm when that comes in the summer and, and in the fall, and it just kind of stays and it's not as strong. And she was explaining that to me, and I was like. Girl, what? The Yugo and the Slava? Yeah, and I don't even know if those are the correct names. So we apologize. We apologize, it's Linda, you, if we completely forgot. Yugo. But there were two winds. That's the important thing. There were two Bar- winds. Boro? And one was considered healthy and it was like a cold wind. And one was considered like not healthy and it was like a warm wind. And so um that night, yeah, we were sitting there and there was a lot of this like cold wind, and so it was very refreshing. And Austin was like, just say like what you want. Just like scream it out into the universe like look up at the stars and just say you know things that you know you really wish for yourself and for your life and i yeah you know what's weird i can say it now this one we did this before austin knew he was going to germany yes before anything was yeah we did this okay this is weird now this is like going on i love this though so it's like let's weave a little mysticism into this (laughs) (laughs) a little manifestation but 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 Really, like, it's interesting now that I look back on it. I remember that moment, like, exactly how it happened. And I remember specifically saying, I wish that this time in Croatia... Those are schnitzel's ears flap, schnitzel, ear flaps. Those magical little ears adding to this mystic. Schnitzel is always like laying bias when we podcast. So from time to time you may hear him. Just a little heads up. <laughs> but I remember saying, I really wish that this would be a time where... I could get through some personal things that I've been dealing with. And in my mind, I didn't even know what that meant, but it was just like, I really wanted to, to overcome some, some personal demons, you know? And then I also wished I really want for us to be able to stay here long-term in Europe. And I really, at the time was like, I would love for us to be able to live in Germany. Those were the three things that I wished. Mm -hmm. And it's really strange how that kind of played out for the rest of our time in Croatia, because literally like a week later, Austin gets a job offer and then he ends up leaving Croatia and then I'm in Croatia by myself and I went through probably one of the most like life-changing you know periods of reflection and evaluation and you know I spent a lot of time in nature again like I think going back to what we loved about Croatia initially is what helped heal me hmm. you know over time because I would go for hikes, you know, you can see that on our, again, on our Instagram story, but I would go for hikes on the, in the mountain and I would, you know, walk to the water every day, almost every single day I walked to the water. And I think over time it really was like such a beautiful 
way for me to to be able to use nature as a almost like a way for like if you're really going to be asking yourself hard questions like the questions that you hope nobody ever actually asks you because you don't want to be honest about them but you ask yourself it's like those are the days when you're like okay I need to be down by the beach and I need to like refuel myself after really going through a period of of extrapolating things from myself and and really saying you know how can I heal how can I do better how can I be better how can I be happier you know what I mean so yeah those just that location yeah it wasn't close to grocery stores and it was a little bit for farther away from um you know the city center but I'm really happy that we we got to live where we it we was incredible split is a place I'm so excited to go back to. Um, oh yeah, Island Hop. We we have to. Yes, Absolutely. yes. Because we were there in the off season, it wasn't really some of the islands, the bigger islands right around Split. You know, fifteen minute boat ride, like nothing. Um, a lot of the things are closed on the off season because the only people there are the locals. So I'm really excited to go back because it was just I cannot recommend it more more uh, enough. Yeah, and I a lot of people I think. Croatia is becoming more and more of like a tourist destination. I mean, it is a tourist destination, but I think more and more people are are really intrigued by it. Um, and I can't recommend it enough. So if you're somebody who is like, you know, I, I really want to go to Croatia, do it. Seriously. And if you need any it. convincing, like look at our Instagram because we, beautiful. And beautiful. we were taking pictures again in the off season, like when it's supposed to be like not as gorgeous and not as stunning as it is it is in the summer and and you know in the spring and stuff and so yeah it it was really life changing the people there were so kind you know our host family actually like even just a little side note when Austin was gone and I was by myself um I got to learn a little bit more Croatian because I would interact with the family you know and I would interact with Linda's mom and it was it was like a really cool moment and I also really bonded with Schnitzel because I think Schnitzel he again he loves nature I'm so excited to take him to the Black Forest to like run around and explore because that's what he loves he loves it and so I would take him you know whenever I could yes stories for the future oh yeah and we really bonded and so that was Croatia if I had to say what Croatia was for us you know it wasn't as much traveling and adventure as we had in Italy or in Ireland. We did a lot of traveling in both of those countries. Um, Croatia was a little bit more chilling, you know, staying at home, kind of like stay the joy, staycation. Yeah, kind of the joy of doing nothing, the joy of You need that, though. You need to. You need that. In every aspect of your life. And, um, yeah, Split was really, really great, and I'm really glad we had Croatia. And, I mean, shoot, here we are on our 20th episode Oh, it is. is. Oh, my gosh. It is our 20th episode. (gasps) Wait, do we have one of those fun buttons you can push? Oh, let me see. Yeah. Where's the clapping one? (laughs) Yes, 20th episode. Yes. Yes, We did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. And we're thankful for every, like all of you who've been listening and giving us love and advice and yeah 20, 20 episodes, thousands of downloads, um, you know, five continents it's kind of wow oh, so what's next like what 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 is next i mean i know but I yeah okay yeah so this is a real combo because a lot of people have asked us you know because we're now more situated in germany what's what is this going to look like and we can give you a sneak peek of like the next episode and i think for us it's going to really be about 
life here. And we're going to continue to travel, by the way. We have a pretty big set of like uh, travel plans in July when my sister comes. You know that we're going to have stories from that. Ooh, we going to have Instagram <laughs> reels. We going to get viral i cannot wait <laughs> and i'm so excited to see more germany and to see france yeah. and you know so, so i think the future of this podcast is one continuing our adventures those absolutely. experiences um and i'm excited for the next um uh, you know couple episodes and we've kind of alluded to it um i like to call it like the mini series there are things yeah. that we've talked about where people have reached out to ask for a little more insight, a little more of those details. Like, yeah, of those specific travel planning items. Yes. So thing, and really now it's like moving abroad. Like if there are two groups, I would say who are really interested, like in our podcast, would be somebody who they maybe they want to do living a year abroad the same way we did, or maybe they want to like travel, you know, or work remotely for a while. Or they want to do what we did and actually move abroad. Mm -hmm. And I think that the next couple episodes, we're going to talk about some of the things that people are really interested in. The first one, and I'm so excited for it. Austin gets his first solo episode, and I'm really excited about it. Our next episode will be you talking about... What is it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's going to be House Hunters International, oh, Austin in Germany it is, edition. It is going to be the six weeks of me living alone in Germany, like house hunting. It's going to be a little bit more step by step. So this is like, yeah. if you're somebody who thinks, how does somebody even find an apartment? Or like, what is that process? How do I even like? start? Yeah. I mean, it goes, the next episode will be specifically about that process for me what and that some of like? those story t like i am so excited y'all i heard about some of this uh from croatia through a cell phone and i've actually not gotten the like vocal version of it so i'm really excited to listen to austin talk about some of the showings he went to and some oh of the, yeah some of the showings yeah. um and these little you know these little mini series will also go to like the specifics on traveling with the dog um some personal stories that we had had gone through and i'm really excited to um share those as again as you know nothing can ever be done super smoothly so there's always a twist and turn yes so for the next couple weeks be on the lookout for those um these will be a little bit shorter episodes but we've talked about it so much of doing you know shorter episodes about some of these uh things that we've been able to do and how did yes. we do them so we're going to share all of the yes. the meat and potatoes with you on that yes. um <laughs> but thank you so much again this is our 20th episode thank you for everybody who's been listening to us through this adventure we appreciate like, you. you we, we love, love you. you oh jinx <laughs> and we can't wait to share this next chapter in our lives absolutely and if you are someone who you're interested in this like never has hesitate to to reach out and mm -hmm. i have to put a plug in for this if you don't follow us on social Follow us on Instagram, especially if you want to see some of the photos we're talking about. We've got a personal joint account at Zach and Austin. We also have one for the human vibe at underscore the human vibe underscore. Check those out because we do post things on our story. And um, yeah, so you can see some of the content that we put out there. Yes, I would. And, and before we go, I say take some time, look at the stars and Talk to them. Tell them what your heart truly wants. Bathe in nature. Bathe Seriously. in nature. Treat Bathe yourself nature. with kindness and love because you deserve it and you're incredible. Absolutely. Ugh. 
I love you. Well, that was such that, those were such good vibes to like yeah. end on. Put on that outro and let's vibe it out. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Remember, chase your happiness, and thanks for vibing with us. Mm-hmm.